we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for March 27, 2016. And uh, I'm going to pick up in the middle of the last report that we were just in. And it starts out by saying, telling us then that the data released was likely compiled using public sources such as Facebook or other news articles. The Pentagon requested that city police departments and military police step up patrols in the neighborhoods where those who had lived had been targeted by ISIS. Over 20 different states were represented back then, and um, we understand those are merely the tip of the iceberg, as ISIS is now operating in all 50 states. ISIS is operating now in all 50 states. This was, this was, this original story they're in reference to was released in July of 2015. We're not even, I mean, we're like, what, nine months out from that, essentially? Now they're in all 50 and they were in 20 in July of 2015. Now ISIS is in all 50. Thank you, U.S. corrupt, wicked government for making that happen. I'm not saying everybody in the government is, but the people at the highest levels, Obama being the chief fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell, is making sure this all happens. And his handlers, I get it, his handlers, making sure this all happens. Well, he is a Muslim, so I mean, why wouldn't he? He was born and, he was born and raised one, essentially. So it's near and dear to him. It's very, very near and dear to Obama's, you know... wonderful warm loving heart that he destroy you and you die a horrific death i think i think that would thrill him more than anything because that's what he's about he's about death and evil and destruction and taking away all your liberty and all your rights and in you know ultimately confining you in a prison that's where he'd like to see everybody christians particular if he had his way so over 20 different states were represented back then and we were under and we understand those are merely the tip of the iceberg as isis is now operating in all 50 states according to fbi director james comey a p readers have since added their own warnings to this map of the muslims we're going to look at that in a second and as we see in the maps below the flow of refugees into America has continued unabated. We're not even knowing the half of it either. Like I said, they're flying these people. They're bringing these people in unmarked white buses across the borders. I've read these reports. There's eyewitness accounts. There's all kind of people that aren't even on the radar because there's not enough numbers they can legitimately bring in to make us like Europe. So they got to do a whole bunch of extracurricular activity for Satan. You know, they're doing, they're doing their little bonus extracurricular activity work to please their master, Satan. Keep in mind, the map shows only the refugees coming in here, in this particular map, just the ones coming from Somalia. And it doesn't include other countries. So this is just a very small, tiny representation. As we've also since learned, something very suspicious is going on as more public servants have been targeted here in america while members of the u.s military were recently taken from us in iraq seemingly with insider knowledge as shared in more detail below 
So here's a map. U.S. cities receiving the most Somali refugees. This is just from March 2015 to March 2016. So this is very updated. And it just shows in what cities are just getting just Somali refugees just in the last year. This is just one small sliver of, I mean, and these are some of the most radical. Somalia. And they're just waiting. They're waiting until they get green-lighted to go and do what they've been called to do. Die for Allah in a blaze of glory. Take as many of the infidels out. Kill as many of the infidels. Rape as many of their children and their wives as possible. Wreak as much havoc as possible because they are of their father the devil and of his lust and of his works. They are more than happy and willing to do. Just because it's just not like exactly as it is over in Europe doesn't mean there's a ton of these people waiting right now in their Islamic sleeper cells that have that I've talked about. This has been going back all the way since the 80s. To unleash themselves on America. And here here's a map. You can look at it. I mean, it just it goes through different cities. The you know, Columbus, Ohio, 412, just in one year. I mean, how many does it take? How many nail people strapping a nail bomb on themselves, or or, or maybe going there in in with um, an anthrax bomb or so? How many of those does it take to do a lot of maximum carnage to get into a martial law type scenario? There's enough people just from Somalia alone to totally lock down the country easily. Syracuse, three hundred and seven. Portland, Maine, one hundred eight. Boston, one hundred fifty three. Erie, Pennsylvania, 207. Durham, North Carolina, 108. I mean, it just goes on and on and on around. And this is just one little tiny small crowd. And this is what they're willing to admit to. Who knows what the real numbers are? Are there answers to the problems that America faces that our own sitting President Obama has failed to admit even exist? Trump tells us that a huge, that us, that a huge problem is that those who have become radicalized are being protected by their own families and friends. Yeah. Oh, you mean they're moderate family and friends that if you question them outwardly about all the Islamic attacks, will say, oh, we that's not what Islam's about. We're a religion of peace. Meanwhile, they're they're like <laughs> they're 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 behind the scenes and they're in their they're the ones that are literally taking these devils in, guarding them, giving them cover. It's a Trojan horse. All of the nice, moderate Muslims, why aren't they out in the streets protesting all the atrocities that are being committed every day if they really are against it? No, they're not. Deep down their fort. You know why? Because their unholy book, the Quran, tells them to do that. It tells them to kill, slay, and behead the infidel. So sure, they're going to they're gonna take these devils in. They're thinking, oh, I'm, 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 this is this guy, he's gonna have some kind of, you know, huge position in paradise with the 72 virgins and white skinned boys they believe they're gonna have. It's white skinned boys too, yeah. You gotta have the pedophilic angle in there. Cause evidently they they, they all like that stuff. Yeah, just keying dancing boys of Afghanistan to know how pedophilic and how depraved these devils are. The little chai tea boys or whatever they call them. Dancing Boys of Afghanistan. There have been whole documentaries on it. PBS, the whole nine yards. Pakistan's no different. 
And we're talking about as sick as you could possibly get. The little boys are way, way preferred over the women, over their own women. Their own women are viewed almost as inferior. They would much rather procreate or try to procreate with little boys. That's, that's what they like doing. This is the caliber of devils that we're dealing with here. This is the level of depravity that we're dealing with, the, the mindset here. And, and as I said in the recent teaching that I did, it's probably over 50% of the population of Islam coming from the Middle East are all inbred, which is forbidden in the Bible. They're marrying first cousins. It's common practice. Well, when you have that, why did God forbid it? Well, it's just from the genetic standpoint. Yeah, I think there's a little more to it. I think there's a huge demonic standpoint when you have inbred people walking around. I think there's a, there's a there, and it's a perfect, uh, the you know, much lower IQ across the board, much more prone to diseases, much more prone to psychopathic behavior. It's a physiological fact. We got into all that. Just key an inbred. You'll probably find it. It's a recent teaching I did on Islam. And it's just, it's statistical facts. Proven over and over again. So you got that too. When you're dealing, you're, you're, not, you're not dealing with people that, that you could reason with, is what I'm trying to say. You're not dealing with normal human beings that have a conscience. They don't. It's gone. For a lot of them. I'm not saying all, but, you know. For a ton of them, it is. It's not, you know, these are these are vessels of Satan. You know, these are evil, wicked people that we're talking about here. So, Trump says that the huge problem is that those who have become radicalized are being protected by their own families and friends. He also tells us we have to do something and we have to do it rapidly because the world is collapsing now. Again, this is why in order for Trump to actually get into office and do what he was saying would have to be an absolute, total, miraculous act of God. I'm, te I'm telling you right now. And I'm, I'm saying if he did get in office and he, if he did do what he said he was going to do, if he were to do that, do you realize that that would totally derail this 100 plus year plan by the Illuminati to use Islam to destroy the Christian West, at least in America, which is the main place they want to destroy, they're not going to let it happen. The Illuminati. They've, they've invested probably hundreds of years into this to get us to the point we're at now. The depraved society as well the degenerate, soft, depraved, vaccine-damaged, fluoride-damaged, chlorine-damaged, chemtrail-damaged, GMO-damaged society. And, I mean, we're all damaged to a certain extent regarding those things I just mentioned. I'm not saying I'm like, like I'm some puritanical thing up here that's never, you know, kind of hard to not breathe the air, you know? Kind of hard to never get any GMO foods or to never drink any fluoridated or chlorinated water. Uh, so, I, again, I'm, <laughs> I was vaccinated when I was a kid. So, 
we're going to talk more about the Trump angle in a second. We did that last week. And again, I'm not saying that because I think Trump's some savior. I'm saying if he were to do what he said and not be a liar when he got it, it would totally be beyond derailing so many different aspects of, of, of the coming New World Order. I don't see how they're going to let it happen. Unless, again, God intervened. That's the only way I can see it happening. The Drudge Report linked to a story yesterday from the Daily Beast telling us it appears that somebody on the inside may be giving ISIS information. Oh, you think? No. I mean, we just have all of these Muslims infiltrating high political posts that Obama has installed from the very, very first months that he was in office continually installing pro-Muslim, overt Muslims into his cabinet, into positions of high authority, his czars and things of this nature. I've reported on it over and over. No, I'm sure that there's no chicanery or shenanigans going on there. It's all above board. No skullduggery here. Look the other way. We can trust Obama, right? Hope and change. Hope you can believe in. I know I believe in it. I believe in the change he's brought. Evil, death, hell, wickedness. That's the kind of hope and change I, I believe that Obama, Obama's brought us and wants to continue to bring us. The Daily Beast telling us that it appears that somebody on the inside may be given ISIS information and it's already led to the deaths of U.S. soldiers. Telling us that ISIS knew just where to hit these U.S. Marines. We have, And there's a report on that. There's a link there. We have to ask, are these ISIS hackers gaining information that can put Americans at risk through military or government computer systems or, God forbid, they have already infiltrated our chain of command? <laughs> They've been installed in the chain of command. I mean, again, and reported on it over and over. Pictures, names, the whole nine yards. So it's not, God forbid, they've already been infiltrated our chain of command. They're there. They're 100% firmly there. Of course they're doing this. And can get access to class classified top secret data. Of course. As we've reported on A&P before, the Muslim Brotherhood has been reported to have infiltrated the Obama government. No, no, no. He invited them in and then encourage them to infiltrate the u.s government he, they didn't infiltrate obama he invited them in he gave them a red carpet to come in is someone on the inside leaking inside information that will put our public servants at risk well obviously yes we also recently learned despicable news that ISIS has released a kill list aimed at police officers in Minnesota after a list was released with the personal information of 36 Minnesota cops a little over a week ago. That religion of love and peace and joy rearing its wonderfully beautiful head again. I think we can all agree with that, right? A kinder gentler islam muslim that's what we're seeing increasingly more every day the rapes are getting a little less brutal and the genital mutilation it's a little less in the child rape and in in the the beheadings and the daily killing of christians 
and all of different creative ways they're killing Christians across the globe, it's getting a little less brutal, right? I mean, that's what we're seeing, right? I don't know about you, but that's what I'm seeing every day. So it gives me a glimmer of hope to, to think, yeah, things are really changing. Obviously, that was all a bunch of garbage that I just said. No, it's getting, they're just escalating. They're just escalating every chance they can get. Brussels, an example of the religion of peace and their love toward us. I, I, I can't thank them enough, you know, for spreading this kind of love. It's, it's heartwarming. It really is. So going further. So yeah, they just posted a uh, kill list aimed at police officers in Minnesota. Boy, you know, they're pretty ungrateful. We bring them over here, give them free shelter, food the whole nine. I'm sure they're on the government dole the whole nine yards, just like tons of the illegal aliens are. And look at how they, what kind of gratitude is that? Talk about biting the hand that feeds you, you know? These people couldn't be any more evil. Ungrateful, unholy, unrepentant, void of conscience, vessels of Satan on two legs. If you could look into their souls, all you would see is darkness, black. There'd be no light, none be nothing but evil the lord has made all things for himself yea even the wicked for the day of evil these are vessels of wrath fitted prepared ahead of time is what that word means for god's destruction as the bible talks about even in the new testament Telling us that the state of Minnesota has sent more recruits to ISIS than any other state. Their story also tells us that a massacre of peace officers in the heartland of America would be one of the most terrifying incidents that could happen to many Americans. See, that's what they're all about, is instilling terror and fear in us, Americans. That's what they want to do. See, devils live off fear, off people's fear. When you have a horror movie in the... In the picture shows and people go there and and they're scared out of their minds there are devils there literally feeding off the fear that's coming off the crowd these devils are no different see when you're in a constant state of fear your adrenals get burned out your immune system goes way down you have less resistance to resist in general because your adrenals are shot they want to keep us in that state of fear all the time. Devils love it. The world government loves it. They know that you're going to be much more prone to give up your rights and your liberties. They know you're going to be much more prone to not resist evil if they can keep you in a constant state of fear. That's why I give you those Bible verses to put in your mind so that you're not in a constant state of fear. So that you're in a constant state of courageousness. Saying, whatever you want me to do, God. Wherever you want me to go. Whatever it is required of me. If you're with me, I can do it. Through you. Through the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. God said, I am the God, the Lord of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. He said all those things. That's the state of mind we need to get ourselves in. I mean, I say that as much to myself as anybody because I get incredibly frustrated over this as well. I use sarcasm to kind of cope with it. There were times when Jesus Christ used sarcasm. Um, Elijah used sarcasm when the 450 prophets of Baal were uh, they're cutting themselves and, and, and throwing themselves down and, and, and foaming at the mouth trying to get their sacrifice to be burned up. You know? Didn't work out too good for those 450 prophets of Baal. And that was just one guy against 450 prophets of Baal. One guy. Now, granted, it was the Lord through him. Elijah's sacrifice was totally burned up. And he he went so far as to dump, I think it was like three things of water all over the sacrifice he had cut up on the wood and even a trench around it. And the fire came down and even licked up the water and there was nothing left. Prophets of Baal couldn't get a spark going. 450 of them. And then Elijah killed every one of them? He was a busy boy that day. Was that unbiblical? No, I'm not saying we go around killing people. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying in that particular instance, that's how God used Elijah. And it was righteous what he did through Elijah. It was. So, I'm just saying, there, there, there are different examples in the Bible pretty demonstrative of the way God can use people, God's power, these types of things. So that God's name is glorified and that many would get saved and that many would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of his doing and that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in him and all the upright in heart would glory, according to Psalm 64. That's why it's done. It's not done so, oh, I can kill my enemy and, and look like a tough guy. It's done that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God. And that the righteous would be glad in the Lord. You know? And it's, it's, it's done so that people get saved, that God's name be glorified. Those are really the two reasons I can identify why God judges wickedness. People get right with God. People get saved. Ananias and Sapphira. When God judged them, a lot of people got saved. Now, it wasn't pretty, but the outcome was very good, though. So let's go further. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm getting off on a ton of rabbit trails today. With airports and other mass transportation hubs across America now under increased levels of security since the attacks in Brussels took place, the next few videos take a look at the recent terror attacks from several different angles including a warning from one analyst that all of this is part of the world war three and has already begun as well as warnings that chemical products and an isis flag have been found after one raid after these bombings were they preparing chemical weapons to use in europe and again this is why i think you do pray that god have the heathen in derision you know that god confound the wicked that the very trap the very snare they've set for the righteous, that they fall into it. That the very ditch they've dug for the righteous, that they fall into their own ditch. Because if God doesn't intervene in these situations, can you imagine how many people are going to die 
as a, as a result of just what ISIS is doing alone? But do you think the 501c3 churches are praying that way across America, across lukewarm America? I doubt it. I kind of doubt it. Maybe, but I doubt it. Well, Smiley Joel, of course, and Benny Hinn, and Creflo, give me a dollar. You know, Joyce Meyer, all them, sure, but they're the exceptions to the rule, obviously. I mean, come on, TBN, yeah. Anyway, um, so were they preparing chemical weapons to use in Europe? We thank God these weapons were found and wish God speed to those searching for more. Yeah, amen, praise God, I couldn't agree more. That God would intervene in every one of these situations. God sees the wicked. There's nothing hidden from him. There is nothing hidden from the Lord Jesus Christ, from his eye. So if he knows about it, and people are praying about it, he can orchestrate things where that stuff is found. Where their plans are thwarted. Where he has the heathen in derision. I mean, there's multiple times in the Bible where he had literally people like coming out to fight israel or israel's gonna go fight them and they turned on themselves and killed each other before israel even had to do fight the battle god can still do that he's the same today yesterday and forever right i'm trying i want to increasingly in this ministry get more into that mindset not into the okay this is the doom and gloom about israel and all this other stuff no, let's get into, okay, we got a problem here. How can we biblically look at this and handle this from a prayer standpoint, from a proactive standpoint? I want to be more proactive, biblically, and, and physically, however, however God leads you. Because I don't want this to be about, oh, you, you listen to my audio broadcast and you come away, you know, wanting to throw yourself on your sword because of all the horrific information I just covered. I want you to be encouraged. And come away with more of a mindset, okay, this is how I need to do this. I know biblically now what needs to be done. I'm not saying I have the comprehensive solution and have all the answers, but I'm saying, okay, let's let's look at these Bible verses and let's look at this one and, and let's see, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, let's do this. Let's pray that way. That is going, you know, God can, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much or woman. Okay, so let's go further here. But be right with God. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So getting right with God is prerequisite of him hearing your prayer. I've done several teachings on prayer. And that doesn't mean I think I'm walking around sinless perfection, okay? I'm not saying that. We strive for perfection. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm, I think I'm Mr. Puritanical. Walked around the halo, even though that's an Egyptian sun disc, which is actually wicked. Um, but just key in prayer in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done several teachings on prayer. Okay, so we've got this this next map that we're looking at, and this is mosques in America. This is just for 2015. Who knows what it's like now? Every single state has at least Alaska only has two. It says Vermont has one that's kind of weird when you got new york next to it with 507 i wonder why they only have one in vermont that's weird anyway um yeah new york 507 in new york mosques these are literally temples of satan 
these are literally temples where their demonic Islamic fallen moon god Allah devils dwell. These are footholds to Satan. So these are things to be praying against literally as well. And I, I mean, when I go out, I got a whole box of tracks here. I put out the, the track we've got on the website, and I don't have anything to do. It's not like I'm, it's, it's a printing company that prints these. So I, it's not like okay, I have anything to do with that, but a listener made this up, and it's uh, 18 future events guaranteed to come to pass. And you can go to the contendingfortruth.com website, you got to order a lot in order to get a minimum order. I think it's like 500 at least. But um, if you if you order in bulk, it's it's obviously it's it's a good price. They're nice. They're nice tracks. They're glossy and stuff. And then I have the chick tracks. I'm looking on right now, and uh, the two I've got are um, Men of Peace, which it shows these Islamic guys on the thing. I think that one would get more people's attention than anything. I leave them at gas stations. You know, there's a little things there where they have like the thing where, okay, get our gas card, you know, right on top of that. Or sometimes in, in, the, in the sides of the, uh, where the steel comes in and meets, you can slide it in there. Sometimes it'll come together and you can start up high where it's real loose and pull it down and it'll slide right in there. And then I, I push them back so people can see them. I try to do that, like try to remember to do it wherever I go. Leave them if you're at a restaurant, stuff like that. Um, there's you never know what God may do with a track. You never know. Maybe that I mean he could, and you pray over the tracks before you put them out. You know, I try to pray over like the nutrients I send out too, like to people that get nutrients from me. I, I may I, I try to pray over them in general, but then I also try to pray over them when I'm sending them out. And, and I may not always get that, but I, I, I try to remember. It's just a lot where I got so many irons in the fire. But I try to pray over these types of things because God can supernaturally bless stuff, put that track, supernaturally bless a nutrient. There's nothing too hard for God. He created the universe. Get them in the right hands, God. Wherever they need me, use it to save a ton of people. I think it's super important to do with tracks. I, I don't say that enough, but... There's 302 mosques in Texas. And there we have, you know, probably, you know, the biggest border of any state with Mexico. So you got the illegal aliens, you got the MS-13 gangs, you got the Sinaloa cartel, you got the um, drugs coming in from all of that. You've got the wide open borders that are, the border patrol being told to stand down and a ton of Muslims are coming across the border too that are being trained in like, um, uh, Guatemala, Peru, wherever they're being trained at and they're being sent up through Mexico and they're coming in through Texas and Arizona and these types of places. So it shows all these mosques. I mean, it's staggering, staggering. Now some states like North Dakota and South Dakota, they've only got three apiece, but they're, they're not high population centers. They're going to want to go where they can kill the most people. And that's why there's more mosques in Texas, California, and New York, and Florida. Those are like the big ones, because they can do the most damage there, kill the most people. I believe that's why there's more mosques in those states. California, 525. Texas, 302. New York, 507. Florida, 153. 
when they're activated, they can do the most damage because they're in the highest population centers. It's, it's, it's a matter of math with these devils. They're not going there because, oh, I want to get away to sunny Florida for a nice Islamic vacation. No, that's not quite their motivation. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, Susan Ducalos also reported upon the Muslim Brotherhood being in America as shared in the link story. There's a link here. And the number of mosques in America can really be seen in the map above. As she told us back then, the map is reality, not racism. Oh, you're Islamophobic. You better believe I'm Islamophobic as they come. Yeah, I am opposed to all of the carnage and evil and wickedness that they do on a daily basis and what they represent. And the fact that the Quran tells them to kill, slay, and behead the infidels and rape their women and subjugate them and charge Jizra for attacks for those that, you know, don't want to convert or kill them. Yeah, I'm a little bit phobic of all of that. Them imposing their will at the point of a sword across my throat or my family's throat. Yeah, I'm a little bit opposed to all that, all the wickedness and carnage I see them doing on a daily basis. So yeah, I'm as Islamophobic as they come. Because I, I still see it's it's prevalent. Even Jones gets it, Alex Jones, is, oh, I got a lot of good friends that are, uh, you know, Jones, why aren't they out, they, why aren't they out in the streets then? Protesting. Why aren't they getting the memo? They're, Guess what, Alex, and guess what, everyone else? They're all praying to the same fallen angel, Allah. They're all getting their power, their spiritual guidance from the same devil, and there's nothing anybody that can say to me that is going to change that. And they're all going to get on board when it gets bad enough. You know, if they're not closet in, in the closet loving what's going on, they'll get on board. They'll fall in line sooner or later because if you don't, if you're considered a lukewarm Muslim, they'll kill you. They don't have any problem doing that. You're, gonna, you're either going to get real super hardcore, you know, or like the real bad ones are. I'm sure they're experiencing that in Europe right now. A lot of maybe the moderate Muslims over there that really didn't want to you know, go along, maybe they, they were like, oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> Guaranteed, they're getting the memo. Guaranteed, they're, they're like, okay. <laughs> New sheriff's in town here. And uh, you better get on board. You better start being a good Muslim because according to the Quran, we'll kill you if you don't. You think they're not going to all fall in line? They're going to fall in line by the millions. They already are. She warned us, Susan warned us the back in January 2016 of a move by the House of Representatives to push for Sharia law in America by attempting to ban free speech by conflating it with violence while Obama is seemingly leading the immigrant invasion of America. Oh, he's doing everything he can do to kill this country. The video below includes a 2015 story about two dozen Muslim enclaves popping up across nine different states that are now no-go zones. We have no-go zones in America where you can't go. You can't go. They will, they will kill you if you try to come on their property, most likely. These guys went there, filmed it. I'm going to play the video now. 
Try to go to De Dearborn, Michigan. Go into the heart of the of, of the Muslim stuff there. I'm sure they'll be more than happy to, to show you a, the peace, love, and hope, joy of, of the Muslim religion there. You being an infidel to them. Let's let's just play this real quick. This is from Fox News, the rise of his, you know, his, been you his Islam. It's no go zones, hundreds of Muslim controlled areas around Paris that outsiders and cops don't dare to explore. They chose just to give it up. We have them here in the United States, too. I bet you did not know that. Nearly two dozen enclaves popping up across nine different states. And watch what happens when a stranger or... Now, these are just ones we know about. Like I said, they've got over 500 mosques in New York and California alone. They've, they've got whole areas now that are becoming Muslim-dominated that are essentially like no-go zones are becoming very close to that they've got whole networks where they're protecting these devils that they're bringing in under the cover of darkness so this is only this is only scratching the surface of what's truly going on so an outsider tries to step inside so this guy's telling him, don't come down here, you'll be arrested, get off our land. He's some Muslim telling this guy to go. And he's he's just going there trying to get an interview with these people. He's not trying to go there to infiltrate anything. He's trying to go there to get their side of the story. Here's another one. So they're, now they're, they're bashing his car as he goes out. This this wonderful uh, this particular case a black Muslim, and he they're they're bashing their car as they go out with I don't know some kind of stick or whatever. Joining us right now, the man behind that camera, founder and president of the Christian Action Network, and author of Twilight in America: The Untold Story of Islamic Training Camps in America. Martin Moyer joins us right now. Martin, what was taking place right there? Where were you? Well, we were in Red House, Virginia. Uh, it's an isolated community, as most of these compounds are located in rural areas, heavily wooded, inside of the mountainous areas. And what we wanted to do was challenge their open extent, ex, ex, uh, invitation to actually come onto these compounds and see whether they were peaceful or not. So, we so they had these open invitations, oh, we're peaceful, you can come on our... No, that's all a lie from the pit of hell. That's just satanic window dressing brought our cameras we tried to get on and this is how we got treated and quickly this is the whole thing that we're seeing here what goes on in these campuses a lot of people say hey there are jewish camps in this country christian camps in this company country why can't we have a muslim camp because these are truly no-go zones unlike the ones in europe which i have visited you can actually walk into those no-go zones well okay but that's not the case for a lot of no-go zones increasingly in europe as well Okay, maybe some of the, they're so big that they can't, you know, just start attacking an infidel that would come in, you know, they, they, they've got to be a little bit more discreet, okay, but these are more up in the mountains and, and away from things, and, and, and these, the bright lights of scrutiny aren't really there, so they're much more aggressive in America in these no-go zones. 
can walk in with your cameras, you can talk to people. But in these particular no-go zones, you cannot get into. They have gates, they have armed guards, they have security forces. And when you go up into them, you're specifically told to leave these particular areas. And they're particularly dangerous. And we're watching right now. Where are we taking, where are we seeing this footage from? Uh, this is a video they put out for the people inside of the compounds so that they learn how to do terrorist-type training. They teach them how to kidnap. They're, they're, they've got training videos on, on terrorists, being a terrorist, basically, being a good terrorist, and how to do that. And they're doing that in the U.S. compounds, and they're filming it. And this is footage of it. People, how to strangle them, how to kill guards, how to do guerrilla-type warfare training. Uh, and this is what goes on in these isolated no-go zones inside the United States. In America, name some states, name some areas, because you also say they're affiliated with a Pakistani militant group. Yeah, that Pakistani militant group is called Jamaat al-Fruqa, run by Sheikh Jalani, who most people haven't heard of, but that is the guy that Daniel Pearl, Wall Street Journal, was hoping to interview and was arranging to interview when he was kidnapped and then later beheaded. So name some towns, name some cities, name some states. Where are well, you? we have them in Texas, Sweeney, Texas. We have them in York, South Carolina. We have them in Commerce, uh, Georgia. We have them in Red House, Virginia. We have them in upstate New York. We have them in California. We have them in Michigan. Uh, they're scattered all around the United States. So right now, when you call up an officer and say, hey, wait a second, you got an enclave here. This is Islamic extremists being trained on our ground. What is the law enforcement's reaction? Well, the interesting thing about these camps, they're located in very rural areas of America, which has very small police departments. And they intentionally set them up in these areas where, for instance, the one in New York, they have a total of four police officers. I, I want you to hear what you say is a recruitment, the sound of a, a recruitment video to fill up these camps. Listen. You are most welcome to join one of our whatever advanced training course in Islamic military warfare. This is literally a, a recruitment video. Shows this guy speaking upstate New York or Canada or in Michigan or in South Carolina. Or Pakistan. You can reach us. Where'd you get that? Just dial 1-800-TERRORIST. For nineteen ninety five, they'll send you a little kit out, and, you know, you get a free faux pearl necklace, a Hulk Hogan commemorative beer koozie, and an Ovaltine secret Dakota ring, along with your Muslim terrorist outfit and garb. They're going to send you, you know, the whole thing. They're going to send you a, a burqa for your wife to wear as well, so she can be a good Muslim, and you'll have your whole little terrorist training kit. It's all plastic weaponry. They only, I mean, they can only afford that with nineteen ninety five in the mail. So, you know, but to get the real stuff, you got to go to the compound and then they really, they, you know, get you all outfitted and everything, get your suicide vest and everything proper, you know, right down the line. Well, actually, it took about four years to actually locate that video. We knew it existed and we had someone inside of a law uh, enforcement department out of Colorado who snuck us the tape and finally we were able to make it public. FBI's reaction? FBI's reaction is just that, look, you know, they have the First Amendment and other uh, oh. American rights to operate yeah. these enclaves. In, you yeah, know, and if, if there were Christians doing anything even remotely resembling any of this, calling themselves Christians, there would be, you know, absolute, you know, front page of the news, you know, look at these whatever... <laughs> Well, that's what they're saying, though. The, the the biggest threat that we are we're facing, according to the government, are the you know conservative, Bible believing, pro life, you know, pro freedom, pro liberty, pro Bible, 
returning American veterans. These are the biggest threats. To not not these not these wonderful benevolent people that are literally training to kill us all. No, I mean everything's just you know like the way it should be really. As states, regardless of the type of weapon training, guerrilla warfare training that's going on inside of them. It's not okay with me, and it certainly doesn't seem to be okay with you, Martin Moyer. Thanks so much, President CEO of the Christian Action Network. Thank you for letting me be here. And we'll keep looking at this. Okay, so, anyway, uh, that's that particular video. Now, just meanwhile, meanwhile, current headlines from the last week read, ISIS issues warning to America. Paris-style attacks coming very soon. There's a video with this. And a new video purportedly released by the Islamic State titled A Message to America from the Islamic State Caliphate Supporters an ISIS executioner directs a message at President Obama before beheading Syrian Arab Army soldiers. The video was released on March 7, 2016. In the video, various footage is shown of a coalition and Assad forces engaging in warfare with the Islamic State. It then cuts to a photo of Obama, who they call the Dog of Rome, Joe Biden, and John Kerry. An ISIS executioner is then presented on screen standing over an alleged SSA SAA soldier. He tells the audience that while for now he may only be forced to only behead Assad soldiers, that soon it will be those of Americans and all those who oppose the Islamic State that he will be beheading. He then beheads the soldier alongside his fellow ISIS executioners and their condemned men. So that was another sweet video they, they just released about that. May the Lord Jesus Christ rain down his fury on their wickedness. And then we have this one, Islamic State Hackers Publish Names Addresses of New Jersey Police. Um, a file containing the information of 55 officers was uploaded to an Arabic language file sharing site. It was then downloaded 300 times in under 24 hours. So this is happening all the time. They're compiling these databases. They've got all of these inside sources. They've got all these people in high places in the Obama government. They've got all of their mosque systems now that they've got established. They've got their Islamic training cells established. They've got more of their brethren pouring in every day in blacked out buses and UPS flights and, and whatever other ways that they're bringing them in supposedly legally and they're building their army. They're amassing their army. That's what they're doing. And again, we know that the Illuminati predicted this for 100 years. This is the main chief tool they're going to use to destabilize and destroy the quote christian right of america and in europe then we have this report isis caliphate cyber army post hit lists of minnesota cops the list was shared through a telegram mobile messaging app similar to whatsapp and in the minnesota police confirmed their site had been hacked so we got that then we have this one isis killed ISIS says, kill the helpers of the devil. That would be you and I, just so you know. Uh, in the new video purportedly released by the Islamic State, titled, Kill the Helpers of the Devil, um, isn't it ironic that they literally are just Satan incarnate and they totally serve Satan and yet they have the audacity to accuse us of the, of the very thing they're guilty. I, I, just love, I just love the irony. Anyway, this captured Iraqi soldiers... Um, Captured Iraqi soldiers are mass executed by shooting, beheading, and for suicide. This in the video, they, they mass execute them, beheading and for suicide. And the video was released on March 9, 2016. These are just all in the last week. Okay. I mean, if, if, if I were to try to string together every report I've ever put out about this, I would be here for days. No, weeks. Oh, no, months. Sorry. 
You can't even keep up with the sheer volume of atrocities that are occurring from Islam every day. All by design. In the video, at least 12 Iraqi soldiers dressed in orange Guantanamo Bay-like boiler suits are interviewed by ISIS militants. The first set of men are taken to the countryside and forced to their knees, where ISIS militants murdered them from behind like the cowards that they are. Then, most alarmingly in the video, an Iraqi soldier who is forced to climb what appears to be some sort of metal tower while wearing a GoPro camera and carrying an Iraqi flag, when he gets to the top, he waves the Iraqi flag before jumping to his death while the head camera films. So see, they're coming up with all these neat, creative ways to kill their captives. Isn't, that, isn't life grand? And then, after this grueling footage, more Iraqi army soldiers are interviewed and then beheaded by Islamic ISIS mil militants. So they're just spreading the joy and the peace and the love. And then we have this report that just came out today. In Pakistan, Taliban attacks on Easter targets six uh christians 67 people are killed they they targeted some easter event and where christians were at and they killed 67 people and i'm probably sure injured hundreds more so that's what just happened today now my report on uh, this particular subject i thought that i should at least mention this because i try to at least mention this one time per year my teaching entitled ishtar or easter paganism repackaged and i give you the link here because I, people need to understand easter is not christian <laughs> it is pagan really really pagan and the catholic church came along a long time ago and and, and slapped a, a pseudo-christian veneer on it and called it easter which is named after the goddess ishtar the fertility goddess ishtar in this teaching, we will be focusing on the history of Easter, exploring its disturbing, undeniable pagan roots. To be objective, I have endeavored to garner input from not only Christian sources, but also Catholic and pagan sources as well. And as you will see, all three sides are in agreement as to Easter's pagan origin and history. They're all in agreement. We will explore exactly where the holiday of Easter was incorporated into the Roman Catholic Church at the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD, whereby this practice then started to permeate and leaven many other branches of Christianity later on. Of further note, we will prove how the date of Easter is always determined by the for biblically forbidden practice of astrology and how the how its date, it's I think the second Sunday after Ostara, the which is determined through astrology okay um and how its date changes every year as a result easter's date changes every year now think about it if this were the true date of the resurrection of jesus christ how on god's green earth could it change every year varying by up to a month yeah i never thought about it that way yeah well you need to because uh, it's pagan. It has nothing to do with the true resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. It has nothing to do with that. No matter how much they want to say it does. Your Ishtar sunrise service where you can go there and worship the pagan sun god Tammuz. Look at Ezekiel where they were doing that exact thing in Ezekiel. Worshipping Tammuz. Key it, into the, key it into the search box on Blue Letter Bible Online. T-A-M-M-U-Z. They had their backs um, to the altar where they should have been facing 
to worship God. They had their backs in the temple of God. They had their backs to the altar. And they were facing to the east when the sun rose, worshiping Tammuz. And there were women in there weeping for him, his death. Tammuz. Semiramis, Nimrod, Tammuz. He was the... I don't know if you want to call it the son of Nimrod. I don't even want to get into how they say he was spawned, but it was bad. It was really, really pervertedly bad. And um, Semiramis' mom, um, uh, anyway, I don't even want to get into that, but it's bad. It's, it's really sick and disgusting, yeah, yeah. And Tammuz was supposedly killed on his 40th birthday by a wild boar. Hence, we have 40 days of Lent, one day for each year of Tammuz's life that they celebrate. Isn't that special? Isn't that wonderful? And then you celebrate that, I think, what, at the end, by eating a pig? But then you don't eat it during, because a boar killed Tammuz. I mean, it's really that sick. It really is. I get into all the, the gory details in the study. But, yeah, it's it's really a, we've we've been hoodwinked pretty bad. Christianity in general. We will also be looking at Easter's close ties to pagan goddess known as Ishtar and specific associations and practices of Easter, like the Easter bunny, colored eggs. Hey, did you see the thing today where the they had the thing up at the Pez factory in, um, in um, West Haven, Connecticut, and the, the parents were trampling little kids trying to get to the Ishtar eggs? Yeah, one little kid came away, he was all bloodied and battered and trampling everybody. They got that Ishtar spirit. I, I'm sure the fertility goddess would have been happy. You know, with that, Satan, too. But yeah, I mean, that's they're showing their, their Ishtar spirit. Um, the uh, origins of Lent, Ash Wednesday, hot cross buns, spring break, the Easter ham, wicker Easter baskets, Easter sunrise service, Mardi Gras, etc. But I don't get into Maundy Thursday. I just saw that this week. I went by church and the Maundy Thursday service. Oh, Probably my favorite of all, Maundy Thursday. Anyway, um, I don't think I get into that one. Anyway, lastly, we will explore why the King James Version translates the Greek word Pascha to Easter instead of Passover in Acts twelve four, and how this is one of one of one more proof of the superiority of the King James Bible Version, which was a specific reason it was done. Then we have another teaching I did. Uh, it was in part of my end time current event for uh, March 31st, 2013, part four. Table of contents. Beltane, which is May 1st, uh, April Fool's, or May 1st, Belt, Beltane, I'm sorry, um, where they dance around the Maypole and it's high 90 human sacrifice. It was the night the Illuminati, or the day the Illuminati was actually formed in 1776, which I talked about earlier. Then Easter, Passover, and Halloween. Um, these are the months of kidnappings. Prior to these dates, you're going to see more children, more people being kidnapped because they have to have their high nights of human sacrifice, the occultists. So these wonderful Christian, now I'm not saying Halloween, they're saying overtly is, but they're associated with higher increase in kidnappings for the human sacrifice victims. An animal too, it just depends where you're at. And then another part I did specifically on Good Friday. 
Okay, so if you, you think Good Friday is biblical, that you need to check this out. There's a link here to it. Uh, in the, or you can just key in Good Friday in the keyword search box. You'll find it. All right, let's get back to more current events here. So we have more current events about Islam just from the last week. Nigeria, 500 Christians, vill villagers slaughtered by Islamic extremists. 500 Christian villagers. Um, and then we have, I mean, this is just beyond horrific. Beyond, I mean, can you imagine if Christians were doing one one-thousandth of what Islam does on a daily basis? But hey, it's the brave new world we're going into where, where wickedness is protected and condoned and encouraged and righteousness and goodness is demonized. That's, that's where we're going into. And what we're increasingly seeing. Then we have a new ISIS video shows three spies being beheaded by terrorists on horseback. Then we have 10,000 of the most dangerous Muslim immigrants facing Muslim invaders, is what should be facing deportation, now to be released onto the streets of Britain. Because they made this law where they can only hold these new people coming in like for 28 days so that way they make sure they get them out onto the streets as quickly as possible so they can get into their islamic sleeper cells and and plan to you know for the day when you know they really are uh, given the green light to do whatever they're going to be doing then we have this report isis forces captives to use contraception isis rules ban raping sex slaves who are pregnant so the ISIS devil um, for fighters force the girls to use contraception so they can keep raping them and passing them around. Yeah, so they're forcing them to not get pregnant so that Islamically they can keep passing them around and keep raping them over and over. This wonderful religion of love and peace and joy. Here's the next one. Police issue warning in Sweden to women, don't go out alone. Police in Osterdun, Sweden, have begun to warn women not to go out alone. I'm surprised they, they should be saying that everywhere where Islam has a presence. And then the next one, next report, Muslim invader melts off wife's face with burning oil, boiling oil, I'm sorry. And he said, the reason he did is I wanted to show her that I am not weak. End of quote. Because all real men burn their wives face off with boiling oil just to teach them a lesson and show them they're not weak because that's really righteous and good obviously you know these are these are the type of of devils that we're dealing with here next one germany gang rape of muslim immigrants uh gang of muslim immigrants sexually molest two mentally handicapped girls at public swimming pool they love these public swimming pools. They do all kind of atrocities there. I, I can't believe anybody in their right mind would, would let their family go to these things anymore. It's one of the main places they're raping both little boys, little girls, teenage girls, the whole nine yards. Uh, then Vienna, Austria, Muslim immigrant attempts to rape two Australian girls. Muslim immigrant attempts to rape two Austrian girls simultaneously. I don't know how that's possible, but anyway. Then, Muslim immigrant abhorribly rapes six-year-old boy inside asylum center. Then, these are just from the last week, remember. Then, 
British women raped by Muslim immigrants as she left her parents' gravesite at cemetery. It's just, it's just like anything they can think to do that's that's more depraved than the last thing. They've got to up the ante satanically. I think they've, there's something in these these devils, these demons that motivate them. They've got to constantly be up in the ante here to get more and more depraved and evil. And so that they'll just burn in hell white hot, ever the hotter when they get there. And then they, when they're cast in a lake of fire. Then 14-year-old German schoolgirl gang raped by Muslim immigrants before being thrown naked in the streets. Then, 10-year-old girls targeted by Muslim immigrants in the latest rape wave to hit Sweden. Then, UK and uh, Luton, UK, Muslim police officer found guilty of raping and molesting underage girls. So see the, you know, Muslim police, they're, they're good people too, you know? I mean, the, the, that sh the, the documentaries I've seen on, like, Pakistan and Afghanistan, the police are... are just as corrupt if not even more corrupt than the than the regular population they've all got their little chai tea boys too and they see nothing wrong with the muslims that have these these dancing boys these muslim chai tea boys that they rape all the time having them they, they don't see anything and they get indignant in these interviews when they're questioned on it because they act like it's almost like they act like they're all they are is this worthless object that can be used and discarded. And and why are you even bringing this up? This is so irrelevant. Is their attitude when you? When I've seen the interviews and it's almost like, oh my word, you, you're not human. There is there is nothing in you that has any form of conscience. Like your conscience, you know, that would normally tell you, make you feel bad if you did something bad. There, there is nothing in them that were there, where they possess a conscience that I can see for the most part. And this is not just one guy. This seems to be more the norm. It's truly incomprehensible, you know. Next report, Muslim immigrants turn Germany into active war zone. Video of that. And then Iran, test missiles are marked, Israel should be wiped out on the side of them. The missiles with the capacity to reach Jerusalem were test fired as the U.S. VP Joe Biden was visiting Jerusalem. Well, I'm sure they were doing that to show their appreciation for us giving them $150 billion dollars to iran and us getting nothing in return i'm sure they were it's just a little way of saying thank you little little warning of what's to come you know because they're just showing their appreciation they, they love us so much they do you know they do they, they do love us but then the last report is christian movement growing in iran up to 1 million Christians in Iran are forced to keep their religion under wraps. They worship in house churches with a maximum of four or five others. Hey, God bless them. I wish nothing but goodness for them and protection and that God would cover them with his wings and use them mightily in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and deliver them. Uh, so we have that. So that's all I have for part two. And um, we will go to part three next.